Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Last Spin podcast. My name is Mike, and with me, as always, the editor-in-chief of LaughSpin.com, Dylan Godino on the line. What's up, Dylan? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing my best Barry White imitation. <laughs> I got a little sick over the weekend in my voice. I find this to be a good side effect of being sick, is you get a little sexy in your voice. I guess you can put it that way. You definitely sound different. <laughs> but, you, but you look the same. You're still a handsome man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I look like I shouldn't have this voice. That's, <laughs> if that makes sense. So today, as we do every week, we're going to be talking about some of the biggest news in the world of comedy and also we got a couple of clips to play for you a little bit later and some movies coming out. But first, we have to get into the news of the week. Yeah. Comedy news. First big item up for bids. Jerry Seinfeld. He's going to stop doing arena shows. Whether you know it or not, comedy fans, Jerry is still out there kicking ass, touring earnestly, and every once in a while, he will play these huge arenas. This month, he's set to play uh, in front of 16,000 people in England. It turns out he's just not into playing for gigantic crowds for too much longer. He told uh, Live Magazine, quote, I won't perform this size of show again. These things have their critical mass, which does not sustain indefinitely. I'm 57 now. Do you really want to see a 67-year-old guy in front of 10,000 people? I don't want to. I'm going to let it wither and die, yeah. which I, I think is fine. I, I don't know how you feel about this, Mike, but I'm not a huge fan of watching comedy along with 10,000, 15,000 people. It is a weird place to be because it's not as... I don't know. It's not as intimate. That sounds so weird to say, but no, that's that's exactly correct. Yeah, I, I mean, not correct, but I I agree with you. You just don't. You just don't feel like you're connecting with the comment. Like he's not really speaking to you. He's kind of just throwing it out there, and and hopefully it reaches your ears. And also, the bigger the stadium, the more of the delay on the laugh, <laughs> which is always funny too. Yeah. But then also too, I don't know if you saw this today. He also announced that him and Larry David are putting together some kind of show about cars. About really him driving cars around and and it's like him, Larry David, Alec Baldwin, like a couple of people, you know, driving a bunch of cars in their collections as classic cars from their collections and also talking about their first cars ever driving those first cars and kind of cracking wise as they do it. Interesting. So yeah. they're going to parade out all the really expensive cars. Yeah, that's, that's super sensitive to the people going through economic crises right now. <laughs> well, that was the article that I read. Uh, you know, they, it's it kind of, you know, editorialized it and said, yeah, it seems a little self-indulgent there, Jer. You might want to rethink that one. But yeah, hey. that's I don't know. I don't know about that. I'm a big fan of HGTV. I don't know about you, Mike. Oh, yeah? dude. Not yet. My well, parents watched that. I'm, I'm just a I'm just a lady is what it comes down to. <laughs> but I mean there's a new show on there that premiered like a week or two ago called Million Dollar Rooms. Uh-huh. And fuck them. It's literally <laughs> a show where Carter Oosterhouse goes into these rich cunts house <laughs> and says, "Oh, this is my garage. It cost a million dollars to make." Oh god. Yeah. So not cool. That's totally uh, my sweet 16 for uh, middle-aged people. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. Ugh. All right, well, we'll see about Jerry's show, but maybe, I mean, maybe that had something to do with his decision here to not really play to the big crowds anymore, but I don't expect Jerry to really hang it up completely. Never. But interesting bit of news coming out from the Seinfeld camp. Speaking of the network that Jerry once reigned supreme on, NBC greenlit a whole bunch of shows this past week. 
some of the names getting their shot at NBC. Josh Gad, Jenna Elfman, and a whole bunch more, including the perennial president of the United States, Bill Pullman. Set Bill play. Pullman? Bill Pullman is set to play the president in this show with jo- Josh Gad and Jenna Elfman. I don't know if you saw this. Um, yeah, this is crazy. First of all, the NBC upfronts are until Monday, depending on when you're listening to this. We're recording this on a Tuesday. The upfronts are Monday, so that's when the network officially announces all the shows that they've greenlighted. NBC has already greenlighted five new comedies. And like Mike said, the first show is, is called 1600 Pen. And that's the one with Bill Pullman and Jenna Elfman. So happy to see, by the way, so happy to see Jenna Elfman back on network television doing comedy. Huge fan of hers. The other one is called Animal Practice, which revolves around a cranky veterinarian played by Justin Kirk. Matthew Perry has a new show coming out. And Haish has a new show also on NBC. The The official log line is on her show, a woman who lets herself go while in a broken marriage goes through a transformation where she becomes the best version of herself and creates miracles along the way. I think it's very uh, much based on her own dealings with mental illness. So mm-hmm. that should be interesting. And then there's, um, oh, there's a, the last one is called The New Normal or a new, The New Normal. And that comes from Ryan Murphy, the dude that did Glee. So that'll probably be a huge hit. So this is great that NBC seems so enthusiastic in, in signing up new comedies. The only thing is it, it makes me a little scared for the current comedies like Community and Parks and Rec. Yeah, I was looking into this a little bit more, and it seems that because they're throwing these out there, the buzz seems to be that some of the ones that are already out there are going to get shortened seasons, Community, Parks and Rec being two of them, and also 30 Rock, which probably will be its last season. That kind of sucks. Some of these shows sound good on paper, but you never know exactly what's going to happen. The Animal Practice one, Justin Kirk, you might know him as Andy from Weeds, who's very, very funny on that show, so we'll see how he does on network TV. I think the SAT question is Bill Pullman is to president as Reginald Vell Johnson is to police officers because that's all he seems to play <laughs> is the president. So it's good to see him in that role again. The other one, though, the one that you mentioned about the last one, the new normal or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that one's going to fly. There's reports already that everybody's decent in it except for the lead actor, <laughs> which is uh, which doesn't bode very well. What, Justin Bartha? No. Um, or the other guy. The other guy. I forgot the other guy's name. Yeah. Josh Gad is one of the stars of the Book of Mormon. So right. it should be interesting at least to see, you know, how they do. Hassan Minaj. Something to say about the pop chips ad, the controversial pop chips ad that Ashton Kutcher did this past week that was all over the internet about him going brown face and doing terrible, terrible imitations of different cultures and it was stupid i mean just seeing the commercial alone i was just like wow who was in the studio at the time when ashton was doing this and they're like yeah we're not gonna get letters this is great (laughs) it's nuts yeah i don't and and that's exactly hassan's point this editorializing what happened and i met hassan in 2009 and it's been it's been really cool to see him flourishing he's he's gotten some attention on television and and viral video success so i wanted to i I just i just really love this video so i wanted to play you guys the audio 
you can't tell from his name, he is an, an Indian American comedian. You probably need to know that once is, you start listening to this. Is that the proper nomenclature, Indian American? Is that is that what I he calls know. himself? He'll, he'll, I'm sure if he hears this, he'll tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I always wonder that. I always wonder if they, if they enjoy calling themselves that or if Indian's fine. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, South Asian is, is I don't know. Now people are going to fucking <laughs> yell at me for being a dumb white person. Uh, excuse me, white person, American. Thank you. <laughs> Here's what Hassan had to say. What's up, everybody? This is the truth with Hassan Minaj. Are you offended by me doing that? You should be. Now, if you don't know why I'm doing that, it's because two days ago, Ashton Kutcher decided to do a Pop Chips commercial, and it was extremely offensive. Check it out. I'm Raj. I'm a Bollywood producer. I'm looking for the most delicious thing on the planet. Number one, white dude in brown face. Why? Number two, not even funny. Even the Metro PCS guys are like, Holy shish kebab! Just listen to his accent. I like Snooky and Jay Wow. <laughs> wow. I want to taste the sweetness on my lips. No Indian people talk like that. We don't talk like... We don't sound like that. If you're going to do an impersonation, do it correctly. Number three, the references don't even make sense. I did this film that is very similar to Milk. We called it Kool-Aid. You have a shitty accent, and you're not even being racist correctly. Like, if you're going to be racist... Come correct with your racism. Okay, look, maybe Pop Chips consciously didn't want to offend minorities, but subconsciously they knew they could get away with clowning Indians and Asians because that's the way it is now. They wouldn't do that with any other ethnicity. There's a barbecue flavor of Pop Chips. Why didn't you make them blackface and Tyrone? Why didn't you do that? Because you knew you'd get fucking buried, Pop Chips. That's why. And you know that Asians and Indians are the new clownable minority. We're dickless, docile, just people that have accents and fix computers. Well, guess what? We're not. We're dope, we're awesome, we're in rap groups, we're leading men, we're killing it right now, and you are pulling us back. So fuck you, suck my brown- Holy shish kebab! We've made so much progress. We're starting to see minorities succeed in a variety of different facets and avenues, and we're seeing the minority experience in America be a nuanced thing. And this is fucking that up. You're closing us in a little box, and you're making all Indian people look like the Metro PCS guys. Vegas, baby. <laughs> and we're not like that, okay? So don't do that. And I'm a fuck with Doritos now. That's the truth of the Samanaj. Peace. Hassan Minaj. Wow. Strong words, but he's not wrong. Nope. <laughs> he's very, very right. So I don't know what the fuck is up with Coacher, man. That guy is just making bad decision after bad decision. I mean shit. How many chances <laughs> are we gonna give this guy? Come on. Seriously. I don't know, dude. And speaking of Speaking of Indians, he called them he called them Indians. He said Indians and Asians. So I'm going to go with Indians. Okay. Speaking of Indians, the one and only Aziz Ansari, his special that he self-released recently, which I happened to see and it was fucking awesome. I really suggest you pick it up. You can get it on his site still, I believe. That's going to air if you if you don't want to do it, you can wait because uh, it'll air on Comedy Central May 20th, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Although they'll probably air it without all of the curse words, which, you know, never really satisfies me. I don't like censorship. So check it out on his site if you can. It's interesting because, as uh, I'm sure most of the listeners know, Louis released his first. Aziz came second. And then Jim Gaffigan also self-released. The thing about Aziz is there's slight differences between all three of these guys. So Louis released his $5 on his site. 
it's going to air on FX this weekend on Saturday, mm. 10 p.m. Eastern. As of now, there isn't an audio-only version of his special. Aziz, same thing, $5 on his website, going to air on Comedy Central, just like Mike just said. There will be a digital album version out on May 22nd, also released through Comedy Central Records. Jim Gaffigan, self-released on his website, $5. Along with the video version, you could get an audio version. Hmm. So Jim has not said, he hasn't announced anything about releasing a cut censored version of his on Comedy Central or any other network. Mm. All three self-released, but after you self-release it, it's yours to own. Mm. Uh, So you can do whatever you want with it. And there's... uh, three slight variations for you there we were talking before the show and 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 i said you know i haven't seen gaffigan's yet but i'm still excited to check it out just because i love the uh the movement and i and i want to support it as much as possible i think i I think the more big time comedians do this to kind of break open the door eventually the more mid-level comedians will be able to do it because they'll find cheaper ways to do it and they'll find innovations how to do it a little bit better and then eventually you know newcomers will be able to do it and we'll we'll usher in a a a brand new time for stand-up comedy so I'm I'm excited and and I, I definitely want to support the cause. So very cool Aziz Ansari's special Comedy Central May 20th. Some sad news in the world of comedy. Comedian Rich Ramirez died over the week. He was 57 and he had severe head trauma and was rushed to Teaneck Hospital and later on pronounced dead, um, had an ongoing battle with liver disease. What else do you have on on uh, Rich Ramirez? I wrote a pretty thorough obit on laughspin.com. You guys can check out. But yeah, I mean, basically, very well, well-loved guy. You know, never, never achieved mainstream success, wasn't famous, but he never stopped working, was still working up until uh, the day he died. He overcame liver disease. He, he had a liver transplant, and that was part of the, the reason why he had collapsed, because the new liver, I guess, was not working out all that well, and he was just very weak. And years before the liver thing even happened, he overcame colon cancer. Wow. So this guy, uh, Jesus. This guy went through a lot of shit. Um, so check out the story on Laughspin. All right, let's. I want to get on to a little bit more happier news. Premiere date for Jim Norton's new special, Please Be Offended, coming out June 30th on Epics, which is a network that uh, that's put out by Verizon, right? That's a Verizon network. I have no idea, Mike. I think it. I think it is. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's like a like a like a FiOS produced network or some shit. I'm not 100 percent positive. It's kind of up and coming. They're getting their hands on a lot of different movies. I know they just had a to kind of ramp up for the Avengers that just came out. They had a big thing where they were playing all of the Marvel superhero movies leading up to the Avengers on Epics. You know, again, usher in kind of a new avenue for comedians to share their specials and 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 do things maybe in a in a better way. And Jim Norton is trying that. Please be offended show that he taped in Cleveland a couple of weeks ago or a, or a week and a half ago or something like that. And it's coming out June 30th on Epics. Epics is, has done a really great job in snagging a lot of original stand-up comedy. I mean, beyond Jim Norton, Louis C.K. premiered a special. Louis Black had two specials. Eddie Izzard, Kevin Smith, David Cross, Janine Garofalo. So there's a lot of really well-respected comedians going over to Epics, and I think that's pretty cool. Margaret Cho returning in 30 Rock. As we mentioned before, 30 Rock may be getting a shortened season, but that's not stopping Margaret Cho. She's returning to 30 Rock May 10th and May 17th as she returns as Kim Jong-il, which is 
hilarious. <laughs> in it is of, hilarious. In, yeah, in, especially since that itself. dude is dead. Yeah. What else? What else you got on this? If you're not exactly up to speed on uh, uh, the dictator's participation in, in the Thirty Rock storyline, the deal is he kidnapped Alec Baldwin's character Jack hmm. Donaghy, his new wife Avery, played by Elizabeth Banks, and the dictator somehow made Avery the first lady of the communist country, North Korea. So that's really where Margaret Cho's character fits in. And I'm also told that we should be looking out for Margaret to be playing two characters. So I'm not sure what the writers have in store, but they're going to make it work. Paul F. Tompkins' new web show called Speakeasy on uh, manmade.com. What do you make of this one? I like it. It is yet another interview show where a comedian is interviewing other comedians. And on the face, it's like, well, do we really need this? I don't know. They seem to, they seem to be working. But first episode is Paul F. Tompkins sitting down with Ty Burrell of uh, Modern Family. And so the kind of unique spin that manmade.com has on this, and it, it's pretty cool. It's Paul F. Tompkins sitting in a very cozy, loungy type of bar atmosphere. And in addition to him chatting with celebrities and, and comedians, they make a drink. He makes a drink for that celebrity, a specially themed drink. So if you like Paul F. Tompkins, you're gonna you're gonna like this. I enjoyed the the first episode. But that's basically it. It's Paul F. Tompkins sitting down with Ty Burrell in the first one, Zach Galifianakis. Oscar Nunez, Weird Al's on it. Chris Hardwick is going to be on it. We have the first episode on LaughSpin.com, but uh, the website that is producing it is ManMade.com, which is like a like a dude website, but not like totally like Maxim. Yeah. It's, it's like not a you know, Dudes. it's not overtly like like twelve ways to finger your girlfriend. <laughs> you know, it's 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 a little bit. There was a cool uh, list article that they had 10 horrifying, <laughs> 10 horrifying things to think about, like while you're having sex to delay <laughs> orgasm. I thought that was really nice. It's <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> and, uh, you know. And just for the record, I only know eight ways. So I want to check out that article. <laughs> eight ways how to finger my girlfriend. I want to know the other four. <laughs> That's fucking great. All right. Manmade.com. Coming at you, man stuff. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, great. Now I got to come out of that one into another. Oh, more more death. Another more death than dying. Casey Kasem now takes. I got to come out of that happy song into a fucking dog dying. <laughs> Stephen Colbert interviewing uh, Maurice Sendak. This is all over the place today because Maurice Sendak, who is the author of Where the Wild Things Are, pretty much the hipster children's Bible, passed away today, was it? Or yesterday? I don't know. It yeah, was well, Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, yes. Today, and all over the internet today is the last interview that Stephen Colbert did with him, and we have a little bit of it that we'd like to play for you. Let's shift gears. Every celebrity is out there cashing in on children's books, and I want in. What's it take for a celebrity to make a successful book? What do well, I got to do? Well, you started already by being an idiot. <laughs> that is already the very first demand. Okay. okay. Idiot. First is idiot. How do you spell that? <laughs> After that, you know the formula. You just need, like, an animal and something they've lost. Well, yes. I mean, most books for children are very bad. Yeah, squirrel lost their mittens. There you go. The buffalo lost just, its gun. You've just written two children's books. I got a story. Can I read it to you? Okay, let me, you thank you very really much. You really have to. It's called I Am a Pole, and so can, so can you. you. Okay? Yes. Here we go. I can't wait to hear it. I am a pole, and so can you. 
I am a pole, that much is clear to me, but just what type of pole could I possibly be? I tried to be a pole for vaulting, but I couldn't seem to bend. I would love to be a ski pole, but for that I'd need a friend. I wished I was the North Pole and marked the home of Santa, or even just a Gallup pole calling voters in Atlanta. I considered firemen's and fishing, was a totem for some time, and even tried to be a stripper pole, but I couldn't stand the grime. But then one day, in my depths of despair, some scouts brought me old glory as something to wear. And while she danced and she waved, it became clear to me, I'm the best kind of pole you can possibly be. I'm an American flag pole. Now pledge allegiance, or else. <laughs> what do you think? It's kind of thing, and I like it. Did I get that as a blurb? Oh, absolutely. The sad thing is I like it. <laughs> the sad thing is I like it. Maurice That's Sendak. a good blurb. Excellent blurb. Yeah. And there it is, the final Stephen Colbert interview with Maurice Sendak. So that was that was good. That was actually a really good children's book. <laughs> his little, his little yeah. Bitty. And uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, we have the whole thing on Laughspin. We're moving on to some of the things coming out this week in the stores, on TV, in the movies. First up, do we call this uh, segment something? Do we do we have a name for it? We have we have no name for this. Right. We uh, let's call it uh, stuff. Stuff uh, that you can buy and or see in the future and currently. That's good, right? Sure. Can't wait to make up the t-shirts for that one. That's <laughs> nice short name. Marketing. Tim and Eric's billion dollar movie is out on DVD and Blu-ray. Yay. You, you fucking crazies. Get it. If you like Tim and Eric, you'll love the movie because it's them doing what they do best for a longer time than their show. So find it and get it on DVD and Blu-ray. Yay. Although Blu-ray probably would be really, really fucking scary to see something that high definition in your house. That'd... Yeah, I don't know if I yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know if I want to go to Blu-ray with them. <laughs> yeah, we'll ease into it. The Half Hour premieres on Friday on Comedy Central 11. The Half Hour is kind of the replacement of Comedy Central Presents, basically just a rebranding of what that was, which is a, you know, a nice half hour stand-up special premiering and giving some of the new comics, the up-and-comers a little bit of a chance to shine. What else you got on this? Rory Scovel and Michael Palisak are the two comedians kicking things off. Rory's at 11. Michael's at 11.30. Before we leave, we're going to play a, a clip from Rory's. But I did want to mention that uh, God Bless America is out in theaters on Friday, and that's Bobcat Goldthwait's new movie, which has maybe some of our listeners have already seen it. I have, because it's been on video, on video on demand. I love it. It is not what you would consider... Um, Subtle. It's very heavy-handed, but I love it nonetheless. If you're a fan of his previous movie, which was World's Greatest Dad, is that what it's called? Yeah. And the kind of dark comedy that that movie surrounded, this is even more. Even yeah. more. And it reunites Joel Murray and Bobcat Goldthwait in a, a movie since One Crazy Summer, which is always good. <laughs> which is always That's good. That's right. <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Come on, man. Get up on your One Crazy Summer. Let's do oh this. Oh, my God. I got to see that. I... I saw that movie, and that's when I started ha to have a crush on Demi Moore. Oh, nice. There you go. Remember when she used to be attractive? Yeah. Now she's like three pounds, and she's made of plastic. <laughs> so the point is, is is that God Bless America is out on Friday. And then on midweek, on Wednesday, May 16th, The Dictator is out, which, of course, is Sasha Baron Cohen's new movie. And it's got a whole bunch of people in there. That about wraps things up. But before we go, we're going to do a little clip of... Uh, Roy Scovel here. Do you want to do you want to do our goodbyes afterwards? 
Yeah. All right. Yeah, cool. let's do our goodbyes afterwards. All right, here's Rory. You guys ever steal an old person? <laughs> oh, I guess everyone here has their grandparents. Some of us don't. We got to replace ours, okay? <laughs> here's a tip. Old people in wheelchairs rarely turn around to see who's pushing them. <laughs> You're at the store, see a wheelchair. stopping you. Hey, where are you going with that old person? That's never been said. That's the first time that's been said. Hey, where are you going with those old people? No one's asking that. No one cares. When old people are around, everybody's thought is, hey, get these old people out of here. Come on here. Okay, I'll help. Don't say anything. You get out to the parking lot. That's not You're my grandmother now. <laughs> Folks, find the positive. I have seven grandmothers right now. <laughs> How great that is. Seven grandmothers? I love the one grandmother. Her love is so strong. Try seven. I'm leaving in the morning, making an announcement. Hey, I'll be home at three. Everybody bakes cookies. Everybody. We'll see who did the best. <laughs> Rory Scoville, and that'll be on the new show, The Half Hour Comedy Central. So definitely check that out. All right. That about wraps it up for us this week. Give all the plugs that you need to give, buddy. Mike, first of all, I, I want to I say that I hope you feel better. Thank you. Although I enjoy your voice. <laughs> it's, you're, you're scaring me a all little right. bit. With your voice. I'm sorry. If you guys want to talk with me, I'm at Dylan at LaughSpin.com. I don't know why you would, but it, I'll throw it out there. We're on Twitter at LaughSpin.com, Facebook, all that good shit. Check us out. Nice. Thank you. And I am on MastersandNone.com, my other podcast that I do. Thank you very much, Dylan, again. And we will see you next week for more comedy news for the LaughSpin podcast. See ya. See ya.